ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Cooler Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kuehlhorn, and I'm excited to have you join me as I interview community members and business leaders from the communities in which I live, work, and serve through my business, Cooler Garage Doors. We're going to bring you highlights on characters in our communities. Why? Because community matters, and I want to know more about who is behind our business and leadership in order to understand and support the community fabric that our relationships make up. Join me twice a month as we dive into getting to know each other better, and collectively, we can build stronger communities that support our lifestyles, our youth, and our health. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Matt Kuehlhorn with the Cooler Lifestyle Podcast. Today's guest, I have Erica Rasmussen. She's a marketer, mom, consultant, overall general go-getter, current executive director for the Crested Butte Snow Sports Foundation, and I'm so excited to talk to her she has just been exuding, popping up in my social feed, and with the passion that she's just exuding on, from what I see, I'm just excited to get into this conversation. Erica, welcome. Thanks for joining. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. Psyched to be here. Yeah, awesome. So one question I ask all guests, because I just love to get into the foundation, the context of a human's life. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Cromwell, Connecticut, about halfway between New York City and Boston. All right, Cromwell, Connecticut. I really have spent very little time up in that part of our country. Is that small town? Was it rural? Is it city? Yeah, we were pretty suburban. Um, definitely, you know, grew up in a neighborhood not too far from like Hartford, Connecticut. And so there was, you know, there were shopping malls and, you know, those big city type of things that we don't have here. And I'm a little more grateful to be here. <laughs> right on. How did, how did growing up there in in Connecticut suburbia uh, form who you are today? You know, um, I grew up skiing since I could walk. And um, my family had a little ski house in the woods. Um, it was kind of a trailer. And as my parents had kids, they added on rooms and we'd go up every weekend. Um, my my parents were both ski instructors and my mom was actually the mountain mascot when she was pregnant with me. Um, so I've been skiing for a long time, um, but I would go skiing on weekends and that gave me such a thrill for adventure, for the outdoors. Um, and that's what our family did. And I grew up loving skiing and that eventually led me out here to some taller mountains. Yeah, totally. I imagine they're a little bit different. Tell me about that journey from Connecticut out to Crested Butte. When did you get into this valley? How did it like anchor sink roots in you? <laughs> yeah. So the, um, let's see, the winter of 08, that huge winter that we all are wishing we had another one of. Um, so I good. came out. It was amazing. I got really lucky. I remember driving up 135 and the snow banks were like taller than vehicles and getting on Elk Ave and just like seeing snow piled so high like never before. Um, I was about to wrap up um, my senior year of college and my dad and I came out here for a ski trip and I was hooked. I had never ever skied mountains like this before and was just so amazed. Um, also by 
just the culture of the community and how easygoing and down to earth everybody was and motivated. Um, so there was a lot of alignment with just kind of my personality that as I actually was driving to the airport, leaving Crested Butte for the first time and seeing Mount Crested Butte in the rearview mirror, I started crying and I had like my first like adult happiness tears ever um, leaving this valley. So I knew there was something good. <laughs> it's awesome, right on. And what did you, how long have you been with the Snow Sports Foundation? Um, for, uh, this is my second winter. And so mm. after college, I actually first took a pit stop in Durango. Um, that was my first job. I actually drove out in September of 08, um, right after the economy crashed, packed up my car and, you know, took my first job out of college. Um, I got a job out here actually before I finished college and took my last class online so I could move to Colorado. But even in Durango, I was coming up to Crested Butte a lot, um, had friends up here and eventually um, made the move in 2010 to the Valley and have been kind of here ever since doing marketing and helping the community. And um, yeah, yeah I, I love it here. Love that. I love that. Okay. Before we get into you know, how your journey's evolving a little bit, what Tell me a little bit more about the Snow Sports Foundation. What's the what's the mission? What's the what's the real work that that foundation does? Yeah, it has an incredible mission. Um, essentially, the Crested Butte Snow Sports Foundation helps empower local youth through snow sports. And so we help get more kids on snow. Um, and so this year, we actually had our biggest scholarship year ever, um, had over 100% request of um, scholarships over last year, and um, were able to say yes to every family both last year and this year. Um, with a scholarship in some form. And this year we'll also be opening Craner Hill on Wednesdays for free to the entire community after school. So there's that early release Wednesday. And so you don't have to be a kid to go. You can, as long as you love snow, get up there, go have fun. And so, yeah, our mission is really to help um, people enjoy this, uh, you know, our colder winters a little bit more. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so what's your crystal ball saying about the triple dip? You know, I feel like I feel like it's gonna be a good winter. Um, I think that it's gonna be one of those where it starts snowing and keeps going. At least that's what we can often quote, right? <laughs> it's right. It tends to make the winters a little bit more fun for sure. And we need another Absolutely. 0708 skier like that. Totally. Um, fill the right. rivers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, fill the mesa, fill the rivers. Totally. Beautiful. Okay. So, um, I mean, in all honesty, your, your social posts recently, have just been really inspiring. And so I want to, I want to honor that, you know, I get juiced when I see your face up there and you're talking about running at whatever, and, you know, it seems like you're on a journey and I want to hear more about it. So give me some context. Where's this coming from? Um, you know, how's this a shift for Erica in this part of your time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so about a year and a half ago, I was kind of feeling like I should be maximizing my potential a little bit more. I'd gone through a career change after this year is old and was trying to figure out my path after having, you know, I have two toddlers. Actually, they're four and almost six now. So I guess I can't call my five-year-old a toddler anymore. But yeah, just you're kind almost of the... out of that stage. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of diapers, which is great. But um, yeah, I I really was trying to figure out what 
I wanted to do with my life? And um, that's like a heavy question, right? But um, I became a certified life coach through a company called ULA, who is the mind and body company. And it um, helps people with life balance. Um, and I, I am a certified life balance coach. And in that certification process, I learned that I had some opportunities myself. Um, and in really being intentional, especially this past year, we're actually coming up right on a year of my year of transformation. I have um, said goodbye to about 50 pounds, um, about 10 pant sizes, um, a shoe size. Uh, it's been an unreal journey, but it's not really what I've said goodbye to. It's about what I've said hello to. And by really being disciplined with my mind and body, um, I'm on this journey where, you know, my goal earlier this year was to try and complete a half marathon next year that led to two half marathons. And now my goal is that in October of next year, I will be completing a half Ironman in Arizona. And so it's just yes. really awesome when we let our goals fuel us and we let our passion really light us on fire. Um, and Really, it's not about me. I've chosen to, you know, use ULA in my own life, but it's helped inspire a lot of people. And I work with individuals, groups, companies um, to help them with their own life balance, prioritization of goals, finding energy, using their accelerators to really fuel their fire, and also be mindful of those things that hold us back, our blockers that sometimes slow us down. And so, um, yeah, it's really about empowerment and um moving forward in the right direction. And, you know, we all are so unique and different, but we all have fire within us that we just got to stoke, you know? Yes, yes. Okay. Love this so much. Um, <laughs> you're speaking my language. How do you define potential? All right. I, um to kind of go off that campfire analogy, like it's, it's like this beautiful fire that like we, you know, we might have a little glimmer, a little spark of the flame, but like it actually, you know, in most cases, wildfires are not optimal, but when they're, it's a wildfire within for our passion and our purpose, it's beautiful. So, you know, it's really like a, that fire within and, and listening to those, those things that are, you know, we hear, we see, and those, those clues along our journey that it's like, yeah, I need to embrace this and own this and, and add fuel to that fire. So, I mean, we all have so much um, to offer. We were all, you know, designed for greatness and purpose in our lives. Um, and it's, it's up to us to really, you know, forge ahead with that journey and own it. And you used some verbiage in your description. And one of the words that you used was using accelerators. Give me more. Yeah, you know, passion, wisdom, discipline, humility, integrity, love, gratitude. You know, those are some of our accelerators in ULA and they're helpful. You know, we all have times where we stumble, right? Last night I was on a run and I fell. Instead of like, getting upset at myself or feeling bad for myself for falling. I got up. I was grateful that I was out there in the 19 degree weather and kept going. So using gratitude and passion for this journey um, is just an example, but there is always something to be grateful for. And obviously we're, you know, this is the season of gratitude, um, but every single day, you know, through the good and the bad, finding things that we can be thankful for to use as positive energy to move forward. Yes. Do you have a daily habit or system 
to um, spark that gratitude for yourself currently? Yeah, you know, I make sure that I, I do that every single day and I track it. I have a tracker where literally like I am every single day. Normally it's when I first wake up, but if it hasn't happened before I go to bed, I make sure that I take that time to be really intentional. But I've also kind of just woven it into my daily practice where whatever I'm doing, even if I'm at a meeting, like I'll start calling it out like, wow, Matt you know, and like say something positive and, and just really trying to weave in positivity, like my blood types be positive. So I guess I can't get away from it. Both <laughs> of that. Awesome. <laughs> um, I think you might've been part of, you know, Kylina posted a while back around a Ryan holiday book and um, dude, I just started that book. So it took a couple of days to get it. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah. And it's, so on point. So the word discipline, I'm sure there's some etymology in there that is around knife or cutting. Um, but it's also, you know, what you mentioned was saying yes to certain things, right? And and this book is so good. I don't know if you've checked it out yet or not, but it's, it's a good one. So I, I'm going to plug it again. Um, and I think it's discipline is destiny or maybe the other way around destiny is discipline. Um, at any rate, the, the saying yes, um, I'd love to get your insights. How is that, you know, actually aligned with discipline versus like, you know, I think the stigma to discipline is like order and stiffness. And it's like, oh, I must do this, this. And I rebel against that a little bit. Right. But saying yes is actually the, the jam, right? Because, in order for me to put down my cannabis habit from years ago or alcohol or some of these pieces that aren't serving Matt and my mission, I really have to say yes to that mission, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, good coaches have coaches, right? And I have a coach and, you know, like I've obviously been on this fitness journey and, you know, if I'm going to have something that maybe isn't the healthiest choice, She's like, make it count. And so it's like, if I'm going to say yes to something, I'm going to make it count, whether it's a really good something to eat or a really good decision. But like, if I'm going to say yes to it, I darn well better make it count. And I think that's something that has really helped fuel my journey this past year by being super intentional um, along the adventure. Because yeah, discipline sometimes sounds miserable, right? Like I just ran the farthest I ever ran last week. I did 7.1 miles. Um, and going into it, I was kind of like, whew, okay, this is, this is going to be tough, but it's like head down, go. And actually by the end of it, I was smiling ear to ear. And it's, it's just a lot about mindset and ensuring that if we are saying yes to the right things, the discipline will follow because it totally relates to, you know, passion as well as integrity with ourselves. That's right. And that was a piece from, from this book I mentioned with holiday. And, and there was a quote in there and I can't remember exactly where I'm just going to butcher it. So it's a paraphrase, but it's basically, you know, there is no freedom without controlling oneself. Totally. And I was like, Ooh, hmm. you know, I love paradoxes and that's a total paradox. Like yeah. I can't be free until I have that control and the ownership of, you know, at least what goes into my body and what I think and what I read and discipline. 
That's funny. Freedom is going to be my word of the year for 2023. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. What was your year for 2022? You know, it was wisdom and then it turned into limitless. Um, and then it turned into burn, like burn my blockers, burn those things that hold me back. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's fun to have that word as motivation. And so sometimes, yeah, it will evolve throughout the year as I evolve. Yeah, I get that. My word for 22 is kind candor. And I don't know what 23 is going to be yet. going to let that stew for another few weeks as it plays out. You've got some time. <laughs> got a little bit of time it goes quick as you yeah. know especially especially with children like it seems to fly even faster totally what a cool inspiration um Erica, what are you excited about over the next few years you know i'm excited to really be pursuing my my purpose and my passion and i have um been evolving my journey I've, I've done a lot of marketing consulting which is you know I help a lot of local entities but um, as I evolve and grow I've done coaching and speaking nationwide and and I think for me I really want to help empower people um, and I'll be navigating down a journey to do more of that um, as we embark into 2023 um, I plan on launching something pretty exciting um, when it relates to empowerment for ourselves and our bodies. Um, and so I'm cooking up a project, um, more to come, but it, it really is exciting to take the time and intention to be focused on here's what I'm doing, here's how I'm gonna build it, and here's the launch plan as opposed to, hey, guess what I'm doing um, during the fun? Because again, I really want this to be successful. And I, I think I've found my where my heart really um, needs to be just because I'm energized so much by um, helping others. So uh, more to come. Keeping us on suspense. How do people reach out? How do we uh, either get involved with the Snow Sports Foundation or follow Erica on our journey? Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at ua underscore Erica, um, O-O-L-A underscore E-R-I-C-A. That's probably the best place to follow me and my journey. Um, and then Crest Butte Snow Sports is cbsnowsports.org. And um, yeah, we'll be we'll be out there um, at Craner every Wednesday pretty soon. Just need a little bit of snow. Um, and yeah, if everyone could do their snow dances, that would be amazing. <laughs> That's right. Snow dances. Let's go triple dip. The talk's been huge. <laughs> it's time. We're due. <laughs> it is time. We've had an early start. That was that was a good good little beginning, good little shot. Just now keep it going. Totally. My kids woke up and thought it was Christmas. It was awesome. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, so fun. Erica Rasmussen. Um, I want you to close this out. What are some final words? What's what's good for today? We've got Thanksgiving coming, the, the season of gratitude. Yeah, in the season of gratitude, I would definitely, you know, challenge everyone to to find gratitude in every day. You know, think of one thing. It can be the sun shining. It can be the fact that, you know, here we are breathing. Here we are, you know, listening to this awesome podcast. But one one little thing, it doesn't have to be anything you know, huge, but finding that gratitude every day, because it does kind of pile up like snowflakes and avalanche in abundance when um, we are collecting those, those bits of gratitude, those small wins along the way. 
And really, I think the other piece is it's not about everyone. It's also about learning from our opportunities and challenges. Because if we don't have those things that challenge us, you know, if if the road's not closed once in a while, um, you know, then we don't figure out how to plow through it. And again, using all these snow analogies, but back to the fire analogy, like, what is it that lights the fire within for you? And how do you do more of that? So finding gratitude, fueling your fire, that's that's what I've got. I love that. It's it's so timely. I'm going through some challenges and and I hear that. And uh, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this connection. I'm grateful for the energy that you're putting out in the world. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much and have a have a great rest of your year. And I can't wait to hear what your word of the year is going to be. Yeah, I'll let you know when I find it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Matt. Thank you.